Hello and welcome to the GTR News Brief. It's Wednesday, July the 22nd, and here are a few of the top stories from the world of trade and trade finance this week. Scandal hit AgriTrade is urging banks to accept a new offer from a London-based investment manager rather than push ahead with a winding up order. In late March, the commodities trader was placed under judicial management with a reported $1.55 billion of outstanding liabilities to dozens of lenders. Meanwhile, court documents filed by banks accused AgriTrade of massive premeditated and systemic fraud which included seeking financing multiple times over on single trades. Now, several of the banks with outstanding claims are currently seeking a winding up order against the Singapore-based firm. According to court documents filed last week, though, and seen by GTR, AgriTrade has been approached by Nithia Capital Resources Advisors about a potential investment. In another major story in the Singapore commodities sector, Hontop Energy has become the latest oil trader to be embroiled in a fraud scandal. The Singaporean branch of the Malaysian bank CIMB has accused Hontop of creating elaborate fake trades and forging documents in order to obtain finance. It is also a worrying development for the city-state's financial sector. The recent collapses of fellow traders AgriTrade, Hinleong and Zenrock had already left banks wary of providing further finance to the sector, despite regulators' insistence it remained healthy overall. In other news, according to a report by the International Chamber of Commerce, banks are upbeat about the trade finance market in spite of COVID-19-related challenges. The ICC's 11th Annual Global Survey on Trade Finance brought together the views of 346 respondents in 85 countries, representing global, regional and local banks. It found that, overall, banks around the world are still looking to expand their trade finance business. However, banks do expect a hit to their trade flows this year as a result of the pandemic. In a supplementary survey, ICC asked, what does your bank anticipate to be the COVID-19 impact on 2020 trade flows? Based on these responses, most of the financial institutions expect at least a 20 to 30% decline in trade flows for the full year. Now, we turn to a major story from last week. The Japanese government has tightened its lending criteria for overseas coal-fired power plants. This means that the government will not provide financial support for any host country that does not have a decarbonisation policy. However, the Japanese government will continue funding coal projects if they use highly efficient technologies. It will also continue to back plants that it has already committed to, locking in fossil fuel-based energy for decades. Earlier, I spoke to reporter Maddie White about what the latest move means and why there are concerns about potential loopholes. Yes, so the Japanese government has tightened its lending criteria for overseas coal-fired plants, but essentially it will still support some. So it said that it will provide financial support for plants which have... Um, that use highly efficient technologies and also the ones that has already committed to will still go ahead. This policy has come under scrutiny by environmental NGOs in Japan because um, it essentially locks in fossil fuel-based energy for decades because the lifespan of a coal-fired plant is typically 30 years or more. 
The Japanese government has also said that they will not provide financial support for any host country that does not have a decarbonisation policy, which is a, a good thing. And Maddie, can you tell me why there's such a move to shift away from coal? Sure. So coal is the dirtiest fossil fuel there is, and governments around the world signed the 2015 Paris Agreement, um, which is a deal that aims to keep greenhouse gas emissions below two degrees above pre-industrial levels. And Japan um, signed this. The environmental NGOs that are criticising Japan's policy say that the action does not align with this global agreement to keep greenhouse gas emissions at bay because the lifespan of a coal-fired plant is is um, 30 years or, or longer. So looking at this new Japanese government policy, which existing coal projects is the Japanese government still expected to finance? So a group of NGOs brought out a statement um, that the gov- Japanese government is is, you know, making progress, but not quickly enough, and that the policy has loopholes in it. Um, One being that the policy doesn't apply to projects that are in the planning stage. So they give a few examples, so um, that the Japanese government is considering to finance or insure. So the Vung Ang 2 plant in Vietnam, which they say JBIC, the Japan... Bank for International Corporation is involved with. Then there are two plants, one in Indonesia and one in Bangladesh, that the public government agencies are considering backing. So the Japan International Corporation Agency and also the Nippon Export and Investment Insurance. And now turning our attention to the private sector, why have some commercial banks in Japan been accused of stalling on the issue of coal funding, Maddie? Some of the commercial banks in Japan have been accused of using a stalling tactic. So they've not... The three big banks, so MUFG, Mizuho and SMBC, have not put an outright ban as such on coal-fired power projects, but they've said that there are um, perhaps exceptions that they may consider financing which, again, has come under criticism because they are not outright banning um, financing coal projects, which could be seen as going against the Paris Agreement. Some of them have said that they will no longer provide financing on the majority of bases, but all three of them say that there are exceptions. And Maddie, can you tell me what the three banks have said? Out of the three big Japanese banks, Mizohu is the only one that has given kind of firm deadlines to cut its outstanding balance of um, 300 billion yen in loans to coal power projects to zero by 2050. So MUFG Bank said it will no longer provide financing for coal-fired power projects after July 1st of this year, but it did say that there are exceptions to the policy, um, for example, energy policy, uh, policies and circumstances in certain countries, um, and also the availability of technology will um, could be a consideration in providing financing. And then SMBC also revised its policy that it may finance coal-fired plants 
that use environmentally friendly technologies and those which it has already committed to. But of course, that is not an outright ban, which is what is being criticised. Thanks for listening to this episode of the GTR News Brief. We'll have more stories from the world of trade and trade finance soon. The music used for this episode was provided by Kevin McLeod with his track Loopster, as well as South London Hi-Fi with their track Sunrise Drive. Thanks for listening.